The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus and his disciples arrived at the country of the Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. As Jesus stepped out on land, a man of the city who had demons met him. For a long time he had worn no clothes, and he did not live in a house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he fell down before him and shouted at the top of his voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles, but he would break the bonds and be driven by the demon into the wilds. Jesus then asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion. For many demons had entered him. They begged him not to order them to go back into the abyss. Now there on the hillside, a large herd of swine was feeding, and the demons begged Jesus to let them enter these. So he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the swine, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When the swine herd saw what had happened, they ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came out to see what had happened, and when they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Those who had seen it told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone begged if he might be with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. So he went away, proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. The Gospel of the Lord. En el nombre de un solo Dios, Creador, Redentor y Santificador. Amen. It is generally agreed upon 
that the original version of the gospel lesson this morning is in the gospel according to Mark. In Mark's gospel, it is part of a series of stories in which Jesus moves back and forth between Jewish and non-Jewish communities, foreshadowing that the gospel would eventually break through barriers. In the in St. Paul's words, Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female, and would offer good news of salvation to all of God's people. In our gospel lesson this morning, Jesus and his friends have crossed the Sea of Galilee into a country of, into the country of the Gerasenes, a territory occupied by Gentiles. Jesus is met immediately by a demon-possessed man. The man is identified as a man of the city and is on the margins of society. He is naked, in other words, completely exposed, and has no home but lives in the tombs. In other words, he is as good as dead to the people in the city. The people of the region have tried to keep him in chains to bring him under control, but have not been successful. He is a problem. When he sees Jesus, the man throws himself on the ground in the posture that seems as of one begging for help, while at the same time howling in protest. The literal translation is, What to me and to you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? The expression means something like, Leave me alone. Have you ever been met? with a leave-me-alone that clearly sounds like a cry for help. I have, more than several times in my life, by the grace of God, in some of those occasions, when appropriate, I have been able to say, no way will I leave you alone. For me, it has been a way of paying it forward, because, you see, There have been times in my life when I too have shouted, leave me alone, and it has been a cry for help. And by the grace of God, there have been incredible people in my life who have refused to leave me alone. Jesus then asked him, what is your name? He said, legion, for many demons had entered him. The usage of the word translated as legion in this passage refers to something very specific. The country of the Gerasenes was the location of a Jewish revolt in 67 AD that was brutally put down by a Roman army of close to 6,000 soldiers. 1,000 Jewish rebels who had been besieged in their region were slaughtered. The Gospel writer identifies Roman military oppression with the demons that possess this man. So when this man says that he is legion, he is saying that a massive mob of demonic power has seized him. He has been overwhelmed, overrun, fragmented. 
Have you ever felt like your life has been broken into 6,000 pieces? Have you ever looked in the mirror and said, Who are you? I don't recognize you. Has your head ever been filled with conflicting thoughts and voices? Have you ever lost your bearings, suddenly no longer knowing what your life is about? Have you wondered if you were going crazy? We have all experienced times of isolation and loneliness, when perhaps our dreams and hopes have been shattered, or our marriage or very significant relationship has ended, or the death of a loved one, or the challenges and pains of old age, or perhaps our faith and beliefs have been turned upside down. I would bet that many of us in this room could think of a time when we felt we were losing the self we knew. Jesus asks the man his name because, you see, the first step in getting rid of our demons, the demons that enslave us, is to be able to name them. The man calls himself Legion, but that is not his true name. That is not who he is. It is rather what has become of him. And he has been dispossessed of his humanity, an alien to the town. And why? Well, because there always has to be a scapegoat. There's always the one to whom the group points the finger and says, Oh, she's such a mess. We don't want him here. He is crazy. He can self-destruct somewhere else. She is nothing but trouble. But it never fails. The person to whom we point the finger is holding a mirror in front of us, and revealing something to us we are trying very hard not to know. In this brilliant story, Jesus redirects the demons from the possessed man to the herds of swine that ran down the lake to the lake and drowned. Now, people don't get upset about the dying pigs. That's not the point. That's what I used to do when I heard this story. For the Jewish culture of the time, pigs were unclean. So the point, however, is that the demons are gone. And what happens when the demons of the scapegoat are gone? And the scapegoat is functioning in a healthy way. Well, those who were pointing the finger are going to have to change, or their own demons are going to start showing up real fast. When the people of the city hear what has happened, they go to Jesus and find the man from whom the demons had gone out sitting, clothed, and in right mind at the feet of Jesus. And they were afraid. Yeah, you better be. The man who had been identified as naked, living in the tombs, out of control, without a home, is by the end of the story clothed and in his right hand, no longer out of control, and now being taught by Jesus. Thank you very much. 
He has been saved. And what are the implications of this event for the people in the town? You see, the way it works is that they all had a part in the problem. The assurance of the gospel is that Christ comes to the legion of our lives. He did for the man in today's gospel, and he does for each and every one of us. Christ comes before us with a truth that challenges us at the places in which our lives have become fragmented and distorted. Christ comes before us with a truth that challenges us when we are not true to ourselves. Christ comes before us with a truth that challenges us when the at the times when our identity has been lost and shattered. Christ comes before us as the one with inner clarity, focus, and understanding. Christ comes before us as the presence of wholeness and integration. Christ comes before us as the image of who we truly are. Christ comes before us revealing the original beauty of our creation. Christ comes before us, yes, but we have to be able to name our demons because Christ ain't codependent people. <laughs> Jesus comes to the man seeing and knowing a truth about him that the man can neither see nor know for himself. How can he? He has been convinced that his name is Legion. But legion is never our ultimate reality or true identity. Yes, we may know what it is like to be legion. We can tell that story. For every story about legion, however, there is a counter story that shows us who we really are, our true self. And that's the story Jesus once told. Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. Que así sea, en el nombre del Padre, del Hijo y del Espíritu Santo. Amén.